Hey kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. Today I'm going to be talking about like disordered eating, eating issues, all that kind of stuff like body image, trigger warning for like eating, just anything that has to do with eating issues, eating disordered stuff. I don't have an eating disorder but I do struggle with like disordered eating, disordered eating like thoughts, body image issues. I think it's an issue that a lot of females struggle with. Guys also struggle with eating disorders, which is something that I don't think is talked about enough too, is that like guys really do struggle. A lot of male athletes, I mean, I guess it, it applies to female athletes as well, but like, I feel like eating disorders can be very like hidden within like an athletic like field because working out is part of, you know, your job, I guess. And, you know, eating healthy is helpful for you to perform to your like best ability and then when it comes to like male athletes you know looking big in bulk is I guess in males in general like looking big in bulk is like the thing I don't know I'm not a man so like I guess I can't really talk on like how that all works between boys and dynamics and all that I just do know some people in my life who are males who do struggle with eating issues and it is hidden behind their sports. I think eating disorders also can be hidden um, the way someone's body looks. Like a lot of people like to think that like anorexia and all that is just like if they're like skin and bones. Eating disorders have a lot more to do with your thoughts. Like my ex had an eating disorder and so I really was up and close with how that really I guess like manifests in real life. Growing up, my parents said a lot of things like, athletes don't eat that. Like, we didn't get like fruit roll-ups or like those fun snacks or whatever because athletes don't eat that. And like when we went to Starbucks, like and I was with my dad, like I was not allowed to get whipped cream. I mean, actually in general, like anywhere, like when we went to IHOP or whatever, like we couldn't get whipped cream because athletes don't eat that. That also like just that thought like comes into my head often when I'm like looking at certain things like oh do I want to eat this but I'm like ooh, and it's not in my head like I'm actually like oh athletes don't eat that but it's such a subconscious thing now because of like how I was like raised and stuff. In treatment centers they typically will have like a whole separate side for people who have like eating disorders. So I've like never necessarily like interacted with people who struggle with that kind of stuff. So I'm, I didn't really get to talk to anyone about it and like see really how bad it gets. And it's a lot, like I definitely, like I don't, like as I said, like I don't have an eating disorder, but I do have the disordered like thoughts and, and like you know, I, de I definitely have like body dysmorphia issues. Like I look in the mirror and I'm like, oop, I just gained 100 pounds overnight. And it's like, that's not really what happened, but I think it contributes to me because my weight has like fluctuated so much over the years due to like medicines, like antidepressants or like all that kind of stuff, birth control. I have this like insane fear of like going back to like how I looked. It's like not to the point of like, you know, like eating disorder, like I'm like, for example, like I don't have the urge to like work out. Like I, ha I guess like working out sometimes I'm like, oh, I just ate this, I should go on a run. But like, I don't actually like get up and go on a run right then and there, which I know like people, it's very compulsive for them. Like they have to do it or like it's bad. I think for a lot of people like around my age and stuff, like our mothers in the time that like we grew up, like around the early 2000s and stuff, like 
in the late 90s like we all like the diet culture was like really bad and I think like a lot of our mothers like picked up on a lot of that stuff and so I think a lot of us females like around my age now hold on to those kind of beliefs or it's like you kind of have to be on a diet or you have to be doing this or you you know like it's always like oh well, like you look prettier when you're skinnier and like I think like this day and age the kids that are growing up since we like they're growing up in like an era of like all bodies are beautiful and size doesn't matter and and it's okay to have stretch marks and it's okay blah 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 I think like they're gonna have a lot healthier of a mindset about how their body looks and stuff I started puberty like really young like I was like the second one on my class and I think that also didn't help with my body issues because you know when you start going through all that like your body is like transforming to be like a woman and when your entire like friend group is not at that stage like it feels really weird and like you start to be self-conscious because like that's around the time that like we just barely start learning about like you know that kind of stuff i've also been like more muscular and stuff like since doing sports growing up i remember going to a doctor's appointment like i don't even know how old i was but like the doctor was talking about like how my weight was like not in the right level because like according to the bmi scale which like the bmi scale is full of bullshit like that is the worst thing on the entire planet like i don't know why the medical community like still uses it because there's so many factors that are involved like for example like i was going through puberty early so obviously that's why i was like weighing a little bit more than people maybe my age or like also i was super muscular and so a lot of mine like it wasn't even necessarily like it didn't look like i was like you know like I hate that word so I'm not going to use the word fat but like it didn't look like that was like bigger it just looked like I just weighed more because muscle weighs more boobs are not just like weightless like they contribute <laughs> just going through all that super young and then I mean like growing up with the athletic thing and growing up with the diet culture I think it's just impacted me in a way like I know when I was younger like a teenager like I definitely was having like I, I mean, I'm not gonna say I've never had like eating disorder behaviors. Like I've definitely like restricted myself a lot. And I've also like, you know, purged. I haven't done that since I was like 16, but like it was becoming an issue. And like back then, like my eating thoughts definitely consumed me a little bit more than it does. I mean, a lot more than it does now because like it doesn't really consume me. It just like crosses my mind. And what I've noticed too is that like, the first thought in my head is my intuition and like what I actually want in my authentic self. And then the second thought in my head is like the social conditioning or like ego, whatever you want to call it. And I mean, this is like applies when I'm like at a baseline, I'm not like anxious or anything. And like, I remember being at the store, like wanting to buy some corn nuts and snacks. And I'm like, yeah, I want the corn nuts I put in the cart. And like, as I'm like at the checkout, I'm like, mm, you do really need these corn nuts. And that was the like subconscious thought in my head. Like, this is not something athletes eat. And I'm not even an athlete anymore. Like I go to the gym, obviously work out, stuff like that, but I'm not an athlete. Like I'm not actively doing sports, but I'm still like having this mindset that I need to be eating like I am. And you know, obviously it's like good to be eating healthy, but like having the balance for the corn nuts, like, you know, so I'm like at the checkout and like I'm questioning myself if I should get these corn nuts. And I've really been trying to focus on that first thought, second thought thing, because 
I wouldn't have put them in the card if I didn't want them. Like I haven't eaten corn nuts. Also, if you can hear that, my mom is doing the dishes. If you can hear that, I'm sorry, but like I'm definitely gonna try and get better audio soon. Back to the corn nuts. Um, like I haven't had corn nuts in so long. And so like, obviously I wouldn't have just put the corn nuts in the cart unless I wanted them. And the same thing has happened to me about like cup of noodles. Like I bought them and then I went home later that night and I was like, oh, I want to eat a cup of noodles. So when it like came time to eat it, like I'm going between my cabinet, my fridge, my freezer, our like garage freezer. I'm like literally going back and forth trying to figure out what to eat. I wasted a good seven minutes of my time when, and I ended up going back to the cup of noodles because that's what I wanted. Like that's that was the first thought in my head. And the second thought was, no, go find something else. So I ate the cup of noodles. I bought the corn nuts because like I'm just really trying to allow myself to indulge in the things that like I have cravings for. Listening to my body and stuff has been helpful. I was like pescatarian for a good like 10 months and with all the stress and stuff like when I get stressed I don't eat and with all the stress of my like past relationship and stuff like I wasn't really eating that well my health was just like not doing well at all so I had to talk to the dietitian, and we decided like I had to go back to eating meat again my brain makes associations with things and so for example like chicken like the plant-based stuff it looks like chicken it does not taste a single thing like chicken and my brain can't handle that. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, a lot of plant-based things, there's a lot that are pretty good. And then there's some that are absolute trash. Just in general. But, like, it was just really hard for my brain to, like, eat the ones that looked like what they were supposed to be but aren't. So I wasn't really getting any kind of protein, like, at all. So I definitely had to go to meat. And, like, I was just going back to white meat. And now, like, I sporadically have, like, red meat. But I really try not to eat it too much. Like, the other day I had carne asada fries. So it's like, it's not that I won't eat it anymore. So like going back to like the men's thing, like I have spoken to a few people who like struggle with it and they don't outwardly say they have one, but I'm like, I'm looking at your behaviors right now and what you're telling me and you definitely struggle with not necessarily maybe an eating disorder, but disordered eating. Honestly, like, I guess like I still do have a lot of like disordered issues, but again, like it doesn't consume me. It doesn't become this like, obsessive compulsive issues so I don't so it's not like technically an eating disorder but sometimes I do struggle like I definitely would like to take like rather take takeout than like eating in store and that I think that also just has to do with like my introvert self like I'd rather just be home in general <laughs> but yeah I mean sometimes it just makes me feel uncomfortable when I was like younger and 16 and like really struggling back then like definitely probably could have been considered an eating disorder back then I mean, it, it got to the point where like, I was just like, literally like I would self-harm the words like fat onto my body. Like, I can't see it as much now, but like on my wrist right here, like there is one that said like fat on it. And I know on my like leg, I wrote it on there too. Like literally just like etched it into my skin. And so like, I would literally just look at my like leg and hand and be like, oh yeah, you're fat. Here's a reminder of it like you're ugly like and i would do that because it's a reminder so that i can you know when i'm like living my day-to-day -day life eating whatever it's like don't do it because remember you're fat like and i just labeled myself over that 
it's just hard like you know because it is like it definitely was all the medications and like when I was in high school I was very sensitive about talking about my self-harm my mental health issues not very open about it because I didn't really let anyone know what I was going through and I, like, I was still ashamed of like all of that I you know I'm not out here telling my friends that I just like started this like antipsychotic to see if that medication will help me and that this medication makes me gain like 50 pounds and that's why I've just gained a bunch of weight and not because I'm just like a fat ass and again like I hate that word and like I really try not to use it because it's just disgusting to me like I'd literally rather use the word like bigger smaller like skinny and fat I really try not to use in my day-to-day -day life like when you see someone that's like smaller than you and they go oh I'm so fat you like are like all right then what am I like I must be like super fat then if you're fat as a teenager when I was already fragile enough to hear like my friends say stuff like that like it definitely didn't help I remember being in this like IOP program it was around the time when my like purging was like pretty bad and like I would restrict and then I would purge whatever I did eat which wasn't a lot and I was at this IOP program and I had like a journal and while we were in group like I literally just wrote like three pages of talking about like my eating like that's when it did become like you know obsessive because I was not paying attention to this group at all and like just writing like three pages like top to bottom and like this journal was probably about this size of like you know um maybe a little smaller but it was big journal it wasn't like just a little journal and I'm covering these pages just straight talking about eating how fat I am and how like food makes me feel gross inside and I don't know like the thing for me was like I felt like I needed to purge because like food made me feel dirty like inside my body like I felt dirty and I needed to get it out and like that's the only way I could really describe it and like sometimes I feel like I still struggle that way where I like eat something and like literally inside me I feel dirty it's weird to really explain it it's so weird it's so weird and so hard to explain because I remember one time when I was in treatment like I was in Arizona and this was like the height of my like struggling of like eating and so we would eat you know and then I would go to the bathroom and purge and like you know they caught on so it was like you can't go to the bathroom for 30 minutes or whatever or afterwards but I would just be like breaking down because I literally felt so dirty and I'm like I need to get it out like I need to right now and I remember at that place too because like I was I was struggling so hard like I wasn't even eating anymore and so like a staff member was like you need to eat like can I go to the, the gas station and get you something that you'll eat and so he brought me back a naked smoothie and like fruit or maybe some chips or something I have no idea but I remember the fucking girls like and one of them was my roommate and like we played cards like every night like before we went to bed so I was just like you're a hoe for that but like whatever like the three of them were like talking about me like as I'm literally bawling my eyes out like in the cafeteria like the staff are trying to help me like while I'm trying to eat fruit like I'm bawling my eyes out like while trying to eat fruit and these girls are talking shit about me and this day was when like my three favorite staff members were working and so they were like fuck no like and I this was the second time I had been to this place so they knew me and so they called us like all in to like a little meeting like a unit meeting and they were like you know like people are actually struggling with things and like you guys need to like not be talking shit about people like people like people are not just doing this for attention like people are genuinely struggling with issues 
and for you to be like out here like talking shit about someone like that like is just wrong right so this media whatever they're like sticking up to me and they didn't really call anyone out obviously like they're not gonna just call people out like that but like everyone like people knew who it was and like our unit was pretty small like we could only have like 12 beds so i'm sure there was like 10 of us at that point and <laughs> the three girls like i don't even know like looking back like what the fuck happened but like one of the girls like started punching the wall because she was like mad and then like my roommate started like punching the walls too and honestly i don't even remember who the other girl was so like she probably wasn't even doing anything that crazy but they were like punching the walls and like they were like threatening me like honestly i can't even remember like exact like scenario like i don't know but i do know that like i was pissed at this fucking girl like i was pissed and again like this is the height of my issues and this is like besides like that one story that i told him the last time with phil the this was the time that i had become like aggressive like after like and like violent i guess like the only times really that i've ever been and it was the months following my like sexual assault like the first one and i internalized that completely like i didn't talk about it for like nine months and this was during that time and like looking back i definitely think it was like because i was internalizing that and that's why my anger was so bad and that's why i got violent like that just makes sense to me but i don't you know i can't confirm that 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 was the reason but i don't know because like that was like at lunch and so all i know is that like right before like bed or something like this girl was going on and on and on and i was like stop fucking talking to me like we're roommates so like i'm like sitting outside of my room next to the staff like talking to them and like she's in our room and she's like she's just talking shit like why are you talking shit right now and so I was like, stop talking to me, like, literally just stop, like, please stop. And she just kept going. And I was like, literally, if you do not stop right now, like, I, like, you don't want to know what's going to happen to you. Like, if you literally don't stop talking to me. And, you know, the staff was like, stop fucking talking to her, like, just stop. And she kept going. And so she said another word, I stood up so fast. And I literally just like, I don't even remember, like, turns out I was like choking her, I guess, lol. And like the staff were like trying to get us off and like i was wearing braids why like i don't even really wear braids like two braids so she was like pulling at my hair i think she was even trying to choke me too and i was like no bitch like you're not gonna choke me so like she was just trying to pull my hair like they finally got us off each other but like and then the next day like she was trying to like oh i'm gonna call the police on you and all this stuff and the staff were like you fucking antagonized her she told you to stop talking like three times and you were the one who kept talking like i literally warned her like dead ass i literally warned her when i was like stop talking to me or i literally will hurt you like and she wouldn't so like again like violence is not the answer and i'm not proud of that and you know like i definitely am not violent now this all like started just because they were talking crap about me like not being able to eat and like the staff having to go get me food and then i was literally like starving myself just so staff could go get me food and like three days of starving myself because i like that this staff member would do that like i didn't even know they would do that like anyway like that's not the point because obviously like that's not why i was doing it but just like the fact that all of that started just because you were talking shit about me and again like we were roommates like i don't understand like how that happened because like 
we played cards and like we talked like I just really don't get what was happening there but obviously we weren't roommates after that I think a lot of people think that eating disorders are like for attention and I mean I feel like people just in general think like almost a lot of stuff is for attention like self-harm like my family thought initially that that was like me doing that for self-harm I mean like for attention I don't necessarily know I mean I guess like people might some parents might think that like oh doing drugs and acting out is for attention and like you know I don't I don't really understand why people like associate mental illnesses with like doing it for attention like I know there's people who do do it for attention and they don't do it because like they're necessarily like have a mental illness or like they're struggling but I feel like for about 90% of the people they're not just doing this for the hell of it and you know it's not like we're asking for this that we want to be struggling with this like I don't want to be you know like I still go to Starbucks sometimes and like I don't necessarily order frappuccinos as much as I used to I still sometimes will be like mm. like when they ask me because usually I always ask like oh you want whipped cream on that and I'm like I literally always hesitate because I don't know what to say and like sometimes I'll be like just a little and it's like it's just such a habit and it's like I hate it like I hate that that's a thought that comes to my mind because I love whipped cream and also Starbucks whipped cream hits different I feel like everyone just knows that like Starbucks whipped cream definitely hits different like we weren't allowed to have like soda growing up like our cereals like frosted flakes no we had corn flakes <laughs> um just like all that kind of stuff and so like definitely now that I'm like older and like healing I do try and allow myself to have like stuff like that it's not like I guess like allowing myself but I think that is how it's like wired in my subconscious is that I am allowing myself to eat this stuff when just as a innate human being like it's not that I need to allow myself to eat anything it's that I just can my body dysmorphia is still pretty bad and when I'm on my period like my body like gets so bloated like so bloated and so like I just like freak out like because again like my body just typically looks distorted to me in general and so then like when I'm bloated like I'm like oh my god like I'm even worse and used to like weighing myself used to actually be an issue because I would do it so much and like multiple times a day like stuff like that and now I don't do it every day obviously but like when I have those moments of like body dysmorphia like actually weighing myself like low-key actually helps because it reminds me that like what I see in the mirror is not reality like I didn't and like if I stand on the scale and it's like one pound more than whatever I was last time like it doesn't freak me out it's it's just that like kind of almost like reassurance that I'm not I did not just gain 40 pounds overnight like my brain and body is like looking or like telling me I look like and I do know like that's a very risky thing and like numbers especially with like eating disorders are very touchy subjects because you know that's that's definitely how it gets out of control like numbers for me were an issue like counting calories like I still have a lot of calories like memorized in my head from when it was bad like I could tell you how many calories are in an apple and a hard-boiled egg and like you know applesauce I like I could tell you all these things I don't know like it's it's it is still kind of like a habit in some ways like to still be doing some of the stuff that I used to do and right now like I'm working through a lot of like inner child stuff in therapy and I'm kind of working around the age of nine I guess and like that's kind of not the exact time that I started going through puberty but like kind of around that time is when like my body started to change because I went through it super early 
and so I'm like I feel like around this time since I'm working on like that part and like that part of my age like or that part of my life like some of my eating issues have like come up a little bit more recently another thing I do is like I kind of eat pretty slow like unless I'm like starving like I eat slower like I like to like take bites put it down like do whatever I'm doing while I'm eating and I'm like being on my phone whatever like and when I'm with someone else like take out I guess like I mean not take out like when you're dining I think this also contributes why I don't like to eat in to a lot of places is because I do eat slower and I do like to have some kind of distraction like my phone while I'm doing it and then I feel weird when other people finish their food and like they're waiting for me and so like obviously when you're dining in like even the waiter or waitress is like waiting for you for the check and then if you're with people you know they're waiting for you and I just start to feel weird and so I'm like all right I'm done eating even though I'm not like full I think like disordered eating and like eating issues in general is actually something that's probably a lot more common than I think like people talk about because I also think that you know like if you're raised around like let's say like your mom who has like a diet culture or even your mom who might have had their own disordered eating eating disorders like it becomes normal to you for you to think like certain things like like how it's like programmed in me to like the athlete thing and so I think probably a lot of females and even males are just not even aware that they do struggle with like eating issues and since it can be so hidden, like for the longest time too, I was like, well, I'm not anorexic because I look like this. And so I don't have an issue. And like, that's not the case. I don't really understand why guys have to like be strong. Like that's just not fair to me in my opinion. Like when you, there's certain sports where like you need to weigh or, you know, be so muscular a certain amount. And when you're not there and like they weigh you, often enough to make sure that you're at that level like it just gets in your head and like I've talked to some other person that like they just struggle with like gaining weight in general and they also just have like IBS issues which like they have the the diarrhea version so like obviously you're losing weight through that and like for them it was very much like a self-conscious thing because it's very normal for men to want to be like bulk bigger and this stuff and like they literally just could not do it like men are like not allowed to be like soft men are not allowed to be sensitive people like men are almost like made fun of for being sims which like doesn't even make sense like shouldn't we be proud that we are sims like as like you're literally showing your like love and appreciation for your partner but like for men like oh you're a simp you're simpy like blah 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 and it's like girls want that shit like if you're really talking about it, like a girl does not want some guy that's gonna be like an asshole a dick to her like disrespectful like girls don't want that so I don't really understand why like guys necessarily think that that's like the best way to go about it but I mean it's also I think just like how society is is that they're told that they have to be manly they have to be you know a certain way and I think some men take it to the extreme where I mean also just some men are just disrespectful human beings but like some of them do take it to the extreme where they feel like they need to be like something that I don't feel like they really are like you know like I've come across like being with certain people where like when they come around their friends all of a sudden everything switches up 
they're very like simpy, cuddly, bearish like, teddy bear like with me. And then like when their friends are there, they're not. And I'm like, what are you trying? You're like trying to show off to your friends that you're a disrespectful boyfriend. Like, how is that cool? Like, I don't get it. Again, the way like society like portrays men and how they feel like they need to be when there's nothing wrong with being like sensitive and there's nothing wrong. Like that word is almost like, I feel like some people really take that offensively. Like Loki, I sometimes do. Like when someone's like, oh, you're sensitive. Like I just am a sensitive human being. Like I really just am. But like, it's like a sign of weakness almost to be like sensitive. Cause I think, I mean, there's a thing too where it's like not necessarily like manly to go to therapy when several men need to go to therapy. Like the fact that like men have to, you know, the stereotypical gender roles when it comes to like relationships and stuff. I feel like there's some girls who, you know, are like, well, guys have to pay for it all. Guys need to treat me this. Guys need to do, need to be manly and like do all that stuff when like, that's just not realistic. Like, like why can't men be treated? Like, you know, like, it's always like, I feel like the guys who have to ask girls out. It's always the guys who have to make the first move and stuff like that. And to me, I'm like, well, don't you think guys want to be treated like how girls want to be treated? Like, I, I'm sure guys would love to have like, you know, gifts or like, you know, be the one to be taken care of necessarily, not like in a motherly way, because that's fucking whack, but like, just like how guys would take care of girls. Like I'm, there's plenty of guys that I'm sure want that too. So I just don't understand why it's not like normalized. Like just, I don't know. And like guys who are more like feminine or like fruity. I don't even know what you want to call it. Like they're made fun of too. Like you're gay. Like also why is gay, like especially when it comes to men, like gay is like a huge like insult. Even like feminine too, which, just doesn't make sense to me because like a girl who's a tomboy a girl who's more masculine we're not getting made fun of like we're not getting like i was a tomboy growing up i guess i kind of still am like i didn't get made fun of for being a tomboy so why should it be the other way for guys too you know what i mean this kind of like switched topics a little bit from like eating things to like men's mental health but like i think it kind of go coincides because a lot of men do have eating disorders and they need help like men need to go to therapy like I mean everyone needs to go to therapy but like I'm talking about men right now so like and I just think it should it's just not fair it's not fair that men have to put on a mask and act a way that necessarily they don't want to or is not best for them but society tells them they need to be or they have this like expectation in their head like that they are supposed to be a certain way and maybe that is how so many men get so angry and violent besides just having their own issues like in childhood but because they're expected to do these things that necessarily don't want to do but like society and then also like you know girls hold on to those gender roles too just because it's so imprinted in our brains and so, I don't know, maybe that is why guys get angry in relationships. Because, like, they can't really show their emotions and so then it just comes out. I mean, that's, I feel like that's how most men show their anger. I mean, their emotions is through anger. When anger is a secondary emotion, so, like, when you're, when you say you're angry, you're not angry. You're, like, maybe hurt, you're, you feel abandoned or, 
you could be scared. Like I know for my dad, like when I was like having a lot of my like self-harming issues and stuff, he would go off on me, like yelling at me for self-harming. And like looking back now, like it's just because like he, he's, he was hurt. Like he was sh like confused. Like he didn't, you know, he doesn't want to see his kid going through that. The way he expressed it was through anger when underneath it, he was, you know, probably sad, hurt, just, you know, all those like feelings. And I think that's how it is for most men is that it just comes out as like this aggressive anger when inside, like they're probably just hurt. And if they just like were to sit down and talk to like whoever it is and just be like, hey, like that really hurt my feelings or I am like feeling really overwhelmed right now with everything that's going on. I'm a little scared, I'm confused, whatever. And like open up and be like sensitive and vulnerable about what's actually going on and not them just like having an anger outburst would definitely be helpful. But it starts with like them feeling comfortable and like almost in a way like allowed to do it. I'm sure it helps when you find like a partner that's more like right for you too. But I just feel like in general, like men, men's mental health needs to be talked about more and it needs to be brought to awareness because people and I think honestly something that could help is the men that are in therapy need to talk about that they're in therapy they need to share with their friends and other people that they are in therapy because that might make their friends feel comfortable to go to therapy on their own because it is such that social stigma that like men can't struggle it just made me think of like Mr. Struggle if anyone knows who Cody Co is like one, you're awesome and you're cool for that. But if you know that video too and that reference, you're even cooler. If you are struggling with eating issues or anything along those lines, like please reach out to someone, talk to someone about it and get the help you need. Because I know, you know, seeing like firsthand kind of from a partner's point of view, like how bad it gets, I can't imagine living with that every day. Like, and I know like, especially eating disorder treatment, eating disorder like treatment is one of the worst and like scariest things like, because like they force you to eat, you they force you to gain weight. And like, that's like one of their biggest fears. Like for me with self-harm and going to treatment, like obviously, I mean, I still did it, but like the point is you're not supposed to do it. Um, but for a lot of people, like that's more of a coping skill, whereas there's a lot has to do with their thought patterns which I know can be very difficult because when you're inside your head so much, it's just like constant, constant. So like, I know it's like scary and, you know, frightening to like get help for that, but I know that it like definitely helps and gets easier when you do start to get help and talk to people. Same goes for the men, like it's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to cry. It's okay to express your feelings in a healthier way and it's okay to struggle and it's like okay to go to therapy like all that stuff like just as it's okay for females to do it it's it's the same for men i think like talk to the men in your life about maybe their issues and see in a way like how you can be there for them if some of them like don't necessarily like believe in therapy or don't want to go to therapy or whatever but like maybe see how you can like support them or you know, I mean, if you're a man, like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay for anyone to not be okay. Hopefully we can start spreading awareness about men's mental health because 
it's not fair for them and the more men that get therapy the healthier our society will be so we really need to start like getting these men into therapy or like getting them to express their emotions in a healthier way there'll be a lot less violence i think like girls will feel a lot safer anyway so i will see you in the next video and in the meantime stay cool see you and peace